What's up, guys? Welcome to the CTE podcast. We're chatting touchdowns, etc. It's your boy Cam. We got our boy Trey and Sawyer back again. And our topic to start this episode off. Also, this is episode number two. Dang, we're high up. Not really. <laughs> we're going to talk playoffs this past weekend, uh, conference championships. My first question for tonight is, did the Chiefs disappoint or did the Bengals satisfy? The Bengals satisfied the nation. I don't think anybody wanted to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl again. I think everybody's rooting for the Bengals. And you know what the Bengals did? They went into overtime. They lost the coin toss. And I don't care what you think about the overtime rules. They did what a team is supposed to do in overtime, and that stopped the other team from scoring. They did that. And yep. made halftime fixes. <laughs> yeah. Panthers. Halftime adjustments. Yeah. I mean, you got to think. Since after that goal on saw right for the half – Eli Apple blowing up Tyree. After that, it was all Bengals. Eli Apple saved their season. Yeah, he did. I mean, he's talking a lot of junk on Twitter, and I think he's a terrible corner, but you know what? On Tyreek, baby. Talk your talk. You go in the Super Bowl. You can say what you want. Hey, I think the Bengals redeemed the Bills this past weekend. Yeah. I feel so bad for Josh Allen because as soon as the Chiefs won that coin toss, he tweeted just pain. Yeah, I was like, man. I mean, I don't what? really know. What was that, Sawyer? I just, I feel like, like Trey said, you can think what you think about the overtime rules, but Bengals got it done. Bills didn't. That's a fact. And here's my thing. I don't think the overtime rules are bad. I just think they take the fun out of it, mm-hmm. and that's what people don't like. I don't like the whole sudden death thing. I think each team should get one shot. But, you know, at the same time, you score a touchdown every time. That's the rule. You should deserve to win. Yeah, I mean, see, nobody complains when the Bengals did what they did. They made the stop on defense, which that's what they're supposed to do, and they went down and scored. I mean, that whole situation was similar to a college overtime, though. You know, like I've seen overtimes in college all the time where team wins the coin toss, which in college you want – you don't want the ball first in overtime. But the team who wins the toss gets the ball first. Well, whatever, whoever gets the ball first, they turn the ball over. That's, that's game. pretty much game 90% of the time. Yeah. I mean, same thing happens Sunday, you know. But I don't know. I, I don't like the rule personally, but the rule is what it is, and the Bengals did exactly what you're supposed to do. So. Yeah. I think we need to talk Rams too, though. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I thought they were done for a second there, 17 to 7, fourth quarter. But, man, Jimmy G, he wasn't good enough to get it done. Debo can't do everything. We can, but, you know. Debo, he deserves a bag this offseason. <laughs> He's got to get a bag. He deserves some MVP votes, if you ask me. Yeah, uh, he is the most valuable player to his team because I think so too. I think without so him, they're not they're not this deep into the playoffs. I mean, you could talk quarterbacks all day. I mean, I think at the end of the day, if we're talking most valuable player to their team, it's gonna be a quarterback most of the time. Like the Rams. This is pretty much the same Rams team plus Stafford minus golf. Yeah. And like imagine the Bengals without Burrow. Like it it's a 
I hate to say it, but I feel like MVP is kind of a quarterback's award. But, you know, you look at it deep down, other players deserve it just as much. Like Debo and Cooper Cup deserves MVP. Cooper Cup does deserve MVP, bro. How's that man get open so easy? Bro, his release is amazing. He gets off the ball so quick. I think his big thing from what I've watched, I've watched some film on him this week, and like obviously watched him Sunday, is like as soon as the ball is snapped, it seems like he's already midway through his route. And I don't see other receivers in the NFL doing stuff like that. It's like it's almost like he gets a head start. He's got some speed. Yeah, and it's interesting that, you know, he's been in this Sean McVay offense um, for years now. Uh, but he's just now doing what he's doing. I know he's got a different quarterback and everything, but he's this is his first Pro Bowl season. I think this is his breakout season, obviously. Yeah. I mean, he's had other good years, like you are saying, but, like, that's the difference, I think, between Stafford and Goff. Stafford's yeah. elite. He always has been. I'm happy to see Stafford succeeding right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at it, OBJ. You put him in a good offense with a good QB, mm-hmm. he's he's proven he's still good. Yeah. And he wasn't the problem in Cleveland. Yeah, I'm going to put no. that on Baker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. And I, feel like, like the, I feel like Cleveland, though, they almost have like a mentality of we have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, we have to run the ball. And that just kills their offense. Yeah, and I mean, same scenario. You put Cooper Cup in that offense. He's he's not a Pro Bowler. No, he's, he's not. He's not even top ten. Mm-mm. No. All right. So, conference championships are over, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bengals, and you got the Rams. What's our Super Bowl predictions here? I want to go Bengals because. I'm with America on the Joe Burrow hype train. I'm all aboard the bandwagon, you know. I mean, me and Trey both picked the Bengals to be in the Super Bowl. I don't know if it was our official pick. That's the team we wanted there. And, you know, me being a Broncos fan, after them beating the Chiefs, I'm eternally grateful. And they beat the Raiders, my two least favorite teams. I'm eternally grateful for them. But, like, the game is – you got to think about this. It's – in LA, it's basically a home game for the Rams. Stafford, my whole my whole thing with the game though, and why I'm picking the Rams is the Bengals offensive line. It struggled all the whole postseason. I mean, Melvin Ingram was tearing it up Sunday. If you're telling me he can do it, and I'm a Melvin Ingram fan, Gamecocks, you know. Yep. If you're telling me he can do it, Von Miller and Aaron Donald are gonna do what they want Sunday. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And Joe Burrow. They can score 20 points, but I just don't think it's going to be enough. So, I'm going with the Rams. Yeah, that Bengals O-line is going to get beat down, I feel like. Yeah. But, hey, they they might surprise. I don't know. They might. They might. It'll be competitive. There's no question. But. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go Rams on this one, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see OBJ and Stafford get a ring. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, add to the collection of Von Miller. Um but, yeah, I'm going Rams on that. Well, I know the safe pick is to go Rams because, mm-hmm. like you guys have mentioned, Bengals O-line sucks. Yeah. Aaron Donald, Von Miller, they're going to tear it up. They will, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey, 
he's going to do his thing. Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, OBJ, they're going to do their thing. But I'm going to go Bengals. Okay. Yeah, Joey Burr. Uh, I didn't, I'm going to be honest, I didn't expect him to beat the Chiefs. I was pulling for him. I thought it was going to be a close game, but I thought Chiefs were going to pull it out. Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking, you know, if they've made it this far with that crappy O-line, they, they can do it again. I know they're facing the best uh, defensive player in the league, Aaron Donald. But why not, man? Why, why not? not? I know, man. Like, hey. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Joe Mixon, dude. Joe Mixon yes. is a baller. Yes. Dude's eating out the field. All right. And uh, look, and the Bengals' defense, it's not bad. It's played very well in yeah. uh, the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I've got I've got a question for y'all, and it's something I've been thinking about mm. really since the playoffs started. Like, what if these teams matched up? What would happen? I think the safe answer to this question is, like, clearly Jalen Ramsey's going to be covering Jamar Chase, right? Yeah. But is he? Is he a better matchup for T. Higgins? Here's the thing, man. So – when there's more coverage on Jamar, obviously T. Higgins is going to shine. Right. But when T. Higgins is shining, do you put more coverage on T and then Jamar pops off? Yeah. Like, how do you how do you balance that out? And then you got Tyler Boyd in there, who, in my opinion, is would be a, a wide receiver one on a team like Detroit, yeah, on a team like Philadelphia. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think he's very underrated. I mean, you look at yeah. his stats, he had like two drops all year. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can't cover all three of them. Having, and then account for Joe Mixon. Yes. Having three stars like that on your receiving core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, like, who's Jalen Cover? You know, like, I feel like he's going to be bouncing around all game. Oh, yeah. They're going to have to shift them all game for sure. Yeah. And we saw in that in that Bengals-Chiefs game, we know that Joe Burrow is going to be pressured all game. But he has the ability to escape. And so they they need to do something about that. They need to put a QB spy on him or something. But he has the ability to make plays happen with his feet. The thing is, I don't think you can afford to put a spy because you're taking someone else away from those three receivers and Joe Mixon. And if C.J. Uzama plays, he's a quiet weapon too. I know he sprained his MCL, but they're saying he's got a shot of playing. And that's just too many weapons to account for. I just want to see Cam Akers pop off, man. Yeah, he didn't play that good Sunday, but no, wasn't really. I don't think it was really in the game plan for him anyway. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm in the middle of who I want to win. I, I want the Bengals to win, but like I'm a Broncos fan. I love Von Miller. I won't be upset if they win either. I just can't decide officially who I want to pick. I'm saying Rams right now, but it could be Bengals tomorrow. This is yeah. a Super Bowl where I'm not disappointed either way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like either way, both teams, both quarterbacks, they deserve the Super Bowl. Right. They deserve yeah. a win. If it would have been like Rams, Chiefs, bro, God. I, might <laughs> not, I, w- I would have boycotted the Super Bowl if I had to sit there and watch Patrick Mahomes play another Super Bowl three years in a row. But no, Joe Burrow saved me. us from that, man. He did. He saved us from his family, Patrick Mahomes' family. We can talk about that. If praise you want. God. Praise hey, God. Uh, I, I, I want some opinions I, I, on that. I don't know who's worse, man. Jackson Mahomes or Brittany Matthews? Like, I'll say it, Brittany Matthews, man. Dude. I'm saying Jackson. I 
gotta go Brittany, man. I just can't stand that girl. Hey, dude, if I was at that Chiefs game and she poured champagne on me, I, we're throwing From, hands. I'm sorry. I saw pictures though. I saw pictures though. A bunch of fans that were in front of where they sit every game had signs saying like, "We support you," blah blah blah. So, yeah. Chiefs fans may like may like them, but I don't. But I think <laughs> Brittany is better than Jackson. Just because mm-hmm. she's been with Mahomes since day one. Obviously, Jackson has too, but like, that's his brother, like, obviously. Yeah, he didn't get to decide whether he, yeah. you know, about that. But we don't have to get into details about no, all this. We, yeah, we don't. <laughs> we, we, we definitely shouldn't. But yeah. no, all that matters is we don't have to watch them post some Super Bowl TikToks and stuff. They're gone until next hey, year. I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll be back. So yeah. they'll be back. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, Mahomes is. Generational. He's, he's elite. He's elite. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I want to talk about we've talked about how this Super Bowl has elite receivers, OBJ, mm-hmm. Cup, Jamar, T. Higgins, Boyd. Mm-hmm. And so we also mentioned that Cooper Cup deserves MVP. Yeah. Now I would ask, where do you rank Cooper Cup right now? Because he has the numbers. He does. We, I don't want to look at stats and say, oh, Cooper Cup's a clear number one. Because if you look at stats, it's not close. No. Yeah, if that were the case, then uh, Jamar Chase is better than Tyreek. Yeah. But if we're – well, yeah, I mean, I, mean another, I would, I would think he is. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. Know, some people are going to say that Tyreek is better. Well, whatever. But I'm just going to give a quick top three from me. Yeah. And I'm biased towards one of these guys. I'm a massive Justin Jefferson fan. Mm. I think in year two, he's proven that he's right where he's supposed to be in my rankings. Mm. Right now, I'm saying Jefferson is the third best receiver in the NFL. I'm going to put Devontae Adams at two. And right now, I can't deny, I think Cooper Cup is the number one. Bro, his release, route running, <sighs> you could talk about his situation all you want. Devontae Adams has Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. Yeah, but – I mean – Cooper Cup's got Matt Stafford, maybe. Bro, don't compare Matt Stafford and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I don't think that's fair. Well, I, don't want, I don't want to get into that debate, but, bro. And I'm not, I'm not saying Matt Stafford is Aaron Rodgers' level, but I think Matt Stafford is – he can be considered an elite QB. I mean, out of my top three, if we're talking, like, Who's in the worst situation, but it's balling? It's Justin Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, imagine I, if he was with the Rams in that offense. I think Kirk Co- Kirk Cousins is great, but he's not elite like Stafford and Rodgers. You like right. that? I'm, See, I'm a I'm a supporter of Kirk Cousins. I think he's severely underrated. But yeah, but they're not going to win a Super Bowl with him. It's no. my favorite Kirk Cousins meme. Yeah, you like that? I mean, that moment alone is. I think it's a great this is, career. This is best great moment. guy. Yeah. Well, here's my thing. Here's my take on it. Uh, yeah, Cooper Cup has had one of the best seasons ever for right. a receiver. Mm-hmm. Yes. But like you said, we don't need to look at stats because stats don't make you the better player. And just because you have a better season doesn't make you a better player. Mm-hmm. Now, right now, yeah, I think he's top three. But I don't. I'm not going to put him above Adams or Jefferson because I still think they're better wide receivers. Now, yeah. Cooper Cup. What, what makes them better? 
I'm not arguing. I'm just like, I want to know where you're yeah. saying, like, what do you value in a receiver? We might value different things, and that's why we're different. Adams and Jefferson, they – almost every play, they face the top corner on the opposing team. Right. I mean, if you – and if you even go back to um, college and their scouting, they would say they're better. I mean, you're not going to take Cooper Cup in a draft over Adams and – um, Jefferson. I know that doesn't play into it right now, but if you put Adams or Jefferson on that Rams team, they're your wide receiver one. You think they're putting up triple crown numbers, though? I don't think I they're don't. putting up triple crown numbers, but look, Cooper Cup, he's in a Sean McVay offense, the best offensive-minded coach in football. Yeah, He doesn't face top corners every single play like Adams and Jefferson. And Adams and Jefferson beat those corners – a lot of the times mm-hmm. Cooper cup from what I've seen and from what I've heard, he doesn't usually win those matchups. And if he was lining up outside, not in the slot, he's probably not going to win those matchups most of the time anyway. Okay. I, and I still don't get me wrong. I still think he's great. Top three. He has great round route running, great release, but I'm not taking him to be on my team over Jefferson or Adams. Dude. I want to watch a Rams Full speed, full speed, full pads practice. I want to see what like the Jalen Ramsey Cooper Cup matchup is like. Is yeah, is that would he, be interesting. Is he like, is Cooper, he that good? Is he on Cooper Cup or is he on OBJ? Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to go on YouTube and look up practice. I don't even think you can find it. <laughs> no. But I'm gonna have to fly to LA and watch a practice. CTE to LA. We're going CTE to LA. LA next year, 2022. Just saying. Look out. We'll be there. What's your take, Cam, on the whole Cooper Cup thing? I'm not putting him at number one. <laughs> um, top three. He'll probably he'll probably break into three. Uh, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do Cup at three. Ah, uh, I'm going Jay Jet is at two. Mm. JJ is at two, and I got to go Adams at one. I just love Devontae's physicality. I'm a big phys- physical receiver guy. Yeah. Um, he's going to go up and high point that ball. Yeah, like he's going to moss. Yeah. And so. So what we're saying is there's a clear top three. There's a clear top three. I think so too. I think I, I'm not going to get ahead of myself, and I'm not trying to cut you off at all, but like yeah. Jamar Chase, man, he's he's getting close. I've Top is he five? Is he top five? I think he's top five. I think he's top five. I mean, who are you putting above him besides those three guys? Like you sit down and you're picking. We're not talking like next ten years, nothing like that. Like you have this guy this season. Who you're gonna you're gonna tell me you're gonna take five receivers above Jamar Chase? You're an idiot. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but pretty sure last season the Bengals did not have a play, a passing play over 20 yards mm -hmm. down the field. And when you put Jamar Chase on that team, I mean, they're taking deep shots left and right. I mean, I don't know how you – I know Jefferson has a whole another year of proven play, but, like, Jamar broke all of his records. Yeah. He's top five for me right now. Easy. I mean, he was even the guy at LSU. Well, yeah. we're, uh, we're missing number four. Who's number four? Hmm. I don't want to put Tyreek there. I know I'm biased, but – I, don't I mean, I feel like five. he has to be top five. I don't. Kelsey runs that offense at the end of the day. 
I think Debo sneaks in there. With if we're talking talent, okay, and yeah, what he can do, I'm putting Debo in there, man. With Debo's I, workload, I could I could probably get 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 behind that argument. Okay, I mean, but, he had 1,900 total yards roughly this year with like I think it was like 16, 14 or 16 touchdowns. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I I want to put him there too because you know I love Debo Gamecock. Right. But we're talking wide receivers. I know we are. Dude. He's a wide receiver, but I mean, he gets most of his, well, not most of them, but he gets a lot of his uh, yards from running the ball. But I'm saying the reason I mentioned workload is like he has that workload, but still as just a receiver, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. still balling. And I'm not even talking about that. Like, I think his workload is a big reason why he's in my top five. Yes. Other receivers can't take that. Like oh. physically cannot handle the workload he does and the hits he takes. Yeah. Like that hit he that hit he took Sunday, he came yeah. right back in. Like you'd see like Adams, Tyreek, they'd be on the sideline the rest of the game. Debo leaves it on the field. Yeah. I don't well, I don't know if I want to put him top five. I'm kind of conflicted, but like I can't put Tyreek in there. Because mm. without Kelsey, like You've seen games where Tyreek gets shut down, and that just doesn't happen with, like, I think other people I put in my top five. Yeah, they're still going to produce. Jamar had that game against Denver. It was one catch, three yards, but that game was just weird. I mean, Denver has a great pass defense anyway. Yeah, and he was getting shaded by Justin Simmons all game, too, with the corner. I mean, it was, you know, it. they didn't throw the ball much anyway. But, like, Debo Tyreek – I don't know if I want to put either of them in my top five, but I don't know who else I would. I, f- I feel like I feel like there's not a wrong answer, to no. be honest. Yeah, I agree. Between those, those two. No. I agree. I mean, D-Hop's still up there, I think, healthy. When he was healthy this year, he was balling. I think he's still up there. But judging by this past season, I'm not going to put him in my top five. But I think uh, – And going into next season, to be honest, he's, what, 30-something? I think he's going to be like 31. So He's getting old. Yeah, He's still he, good. He's still good. I think he's still healthy top five, but he he's not healthy right now, so he's not top five for me. So, yeah. Yeah. And, here, like, another thing about Cooper Cup, uh, you're, you're a GM. You're drafting. Mm-hmm. You're not taking him over Adams, Jefferson. I, I'm not. I wouldn't take him over Jefferson, Chase, but I, I, I exclude age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the right yeah. situation. Because you take him out of that Sean McVay offense. Yeah, but he still knew how to get open. His route running is insane. And like we were talking about earlier before the pod, he looks like he gets a two-step jump on all of his routes. Sure. I mean, yeah. he makes defenders look lost. And you see that occasionally with Adams, but physicality is a big thing with me with receivers. But, like, you watch Cooper Cup and a lot of his, like, plays, he can jump up and get it too. I mean, it's not like go up high point in the football, but, yeah. like, he has a lot of contested touchdowns in the end zone. And he can – he catches the ball low really, really well, way better than these other guys. Okay. So, then are you taking him over Jefferson and Adams? Not Jefferson or Chase, but I'll take him over Adams. I'll say it. Interesting. I, I guess that's hot take number one on the pod for me. <laughs> hey, Last week was pretty mild. So. Hey, 
yeah, we're we're all gonna have some hot takes. That's... Yeah, it's gonna happen. I mean, yeah, I'm on the cup hype from this season, but I mean, I think I watched him probably four or five total games this year, and he proved to me that he is everything his stats say he is. I mean, I don't care what offense he's in. He's doing it. I don't think he's going to put up triple crown numbers like he did this year anywhere, but like. Is he doing it like top three numbers? Is he still in the top three? Receiving yards, yeah. Touchdowns, no. Receptions and receiving yards, yeah, but I don't think he scores as much on a different offense. That's what I think. Interesting. See, I just want a guy who's going to beat the corner. Yeah. And like, and Cooper, he does that. But he's not he's not lined up every play against the top corner like right. Adams Jefferson, and they they do a good job of beating those corners. You see, I want a guy that is going to get open. He's going to catch it when you throw it to him, pretty much no matter what. He's going to make big, big plays happen. I mean, yeah, like Adams gets open, Jefferson gets open, all that. But like Cooper Cup, man, you sit there and watch him play against these corners. It, it's it's hard to even like fathom what's happening. All I know is Eli Apple's gonna shut him down in the Super Bowl, man. If he does, then I'll take him out of number one spot. <laughs> nah. But bro, look at his stats for the last game. I mean, I know we're not talking just stats, but like it's like eleven catches, like 150 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, it's just like every week you think, Oh, he's not gonna do it this week, he's not gonna do it this week, and then he one ups it. He proved to me that he's number one. Yeah, because you're like, man, like they gotta lock him down. He's gonna get locked down, and still puts yeah. up. And you're insane. telling me these defensive coordinators didn't game plan for Cooper Cup all year after seeing this? Oh, they did. They did. And it, it just don't matter. I'm just saying that's why I think he's number one right now. I don't hate your argument. I don't hate it. At all. No, no, I th- no, I think it's reasonable. Yeah, but I mean, he hasn't think... faced the best safety in the league yet. Hmm. Well, Jesse Bates, but okay, it is debatable. I know. I just said I'm a Justin ruffle. Simmons guy, but I know I said it to ruffle you your feathers. My feathers are not ruffled. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't say Tyron Matthew. Ah, uh, nah. Oh. Oh. All right, boys. What's this up? is a little off track. I mean, sort of. We're talking Super Bowl. Yeah. What y'all boys like to eat on Everything. Sunday? <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. Oh man, I don't think it's a debate. The right. best Super Bowl food is pizza and wings. I mean, I feel like that's any football game. Go without the pizza. Go without the pizza. I can go without the pizza. That's dumb. All right, boys. My number one, buffalo chicken dip. Oof. It changed your life. It's got to be made right, though. It's got to be made right. You got to get that shredded chicken. You got to shred it good. You don't want chunks of chicken in your dip. No, that's, that's true. But if you if you make that right, bro, it's undefeated. I mean, pizza and wings for sure. Yeah. But buff dip, I've seen people like tacos and crap like that. Like you don't want that on Super Bowl Sunday. I don't want taco. No. And I feel like grilling out grilling burgers is just too basic. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. I feel like pizza and wings is even. But well, it's just so good. Yeah, it's, it's an undefeated combo. If you get the right pizza and the right wings. I feel like burgers and, like, hot dogs and stuff is good for, like, a that's NFC championship food, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, that's good for, like, baseball season stuff. I think I think I like hot wings so much that I can go without pizza because I don't eat enough wings. Yeah. Uh, but, but I feel like having the option. 
Yeah, but we're not talking about barbecue weenies. Oh, you talking about little smokies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mean when you put the, the jelly and the mustard makes the sauce? Oh yeah. Yes. In the crock pot? In the oh crock yeah. Pot, baby. Oh you know, yeah. Yeah. You just stick a fork in there or a toothpick. Oh. Yeah, what my mom always made was she made those and then my dad would like smoke wings out in the we got a smoker outside. And then she'd make buff chicken dip, bro. And boiled <laughs> peanuts. It hit. Oh, man. What's um, your go-to drink? Non-alcoholic. Um. See, I've been on like a Coca-Cola run for the last okay. year. Okay. I used to sleep on Coca-Cola. No uh, slaps. Just a classic Coke. Just a classic original. I'll probably go. Probably go either Mountain Dew or Coke. Maybe even both. Why Mountain Dew is undefeated. Mountain Dew is so undefeated. That's true. We're talking soda. Yeah, Mountain Dew. I've got a I've got a soda hot take, and we've all been involved in an argument with this. Dr Pepper sucks. Dr Pepper sucks. Overrated. Yeah, I'm taking Coke. I'm taking Mountain Dew. I'm, I'm not gonna. Sprite. I'm not gonna say Dr Pepper sucks. Only reason being is because I used to like be addicted to Dr Pepper. I loved it, but I, it's not my go-to anymore. You're a you're a monster guy, aren't you, Cam? Monster Energy. Yeah. When I was like 11, <laughs> Bro, your room says you still are. Yeah, yeah. My uh, Red Bull's better anyway. Red Bull is better. What's your favorite Red Bull flavor? OG classic. Yeah. Original. Okay. I like the blueberry and the classic. Blueberry's good. And I'll say this. Yeah. I don't know why, but the sugar-free Red Bull tastes better to me. Hmm. Interesting. I guess because it. uh, it's not killing your teeth when you're drinking it. Yeah, possibly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Original. Well, I think on Super Bowl Sunday, I'm taking sweet tea. Can't yeah. go wrong with it. Yeah. Well, like, like homemade sweet tea, right? Homemade sweet tea, oh, of okay. course. Yeah. Just, just making sure. I'm just taking a classic, just a classic Bud Light. It's <laughs> the base. I, I mean, Bud Light Lime is good, but man, right. can't go wrong. Hey, that's one of the big Super Bowl sponsors. So you just get right in. <laughs> All right. All right, so away from food. Yeah, take us away, Cam. We're gonna end it on this big one right here. So we all saw the announcement. Oh man, Tom Brady is retiring. It's time. Mm -hmm. It's done. You had some relief. You had some sadness. But then, not even hours later, Tom Brady gets in contact with the Bucks and says, "Hey, I'm not retiring." Yeah, psych. So, what's your thoughts? On Tom Brady retiring. I think he's done. But I think he wanted to end on his own terms, which I understand. A 22-year-long like, career, mm -hmm. Hall of Famer, best ever. I wouldn't want my career to end with somebody leaking it. No. Yeah. And I think that's where he kind of put his cushion on. He's like, hey, like I want to do it on my own time. Mm -hmm. Nobody yeah. I, yeah. I agree. I think that's the case. Yeah. And I mean, if there's also been, uh, he's also said that he just, he wants to spend more time with his family. Yeah, and that's that's got to be true. You got to respect that too. Low key though, Tom Brady's the type of guy to play another season out of spite. <laughs> oh yeah, and he'll go win a Super Bowl. And he'll, he'll hey, I just want another ring. Let's make it eight. I'm gonna mm -hmm. play again. If he and wanted he, to, he could. He you got to understand this too with the whole Tom Brady retiring. Whenever Tom's done, Gronk is done. Yeah. Arguably the best tight end of all time. 
and the best quarterback of all time gone. And I think we're at the point where these quarterbacks and players that we grew up watching, they're going to start slowly dropping, like Rodgers, Stafford, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. Like, it's that, that time is coming, and it's going to be sad. I think we're already, like, bringing in the new era. Like, Mahomes, yeah, Herbert, yeah. Burke, we're, like we're, we're at the top of the bridge right now. It's, it's, it's sad. I'm excited for the new NFL, but it is sad. Can't deny sure. it. I might I mean, be the biggest Tom Brady hater in the world, but like the day he's done is going to be sad for the game of football. Yeah, because he's the GOAT and there's no yeah. debate. Yeah. He's the GOAT. <laughs> Absolutely no debate. You think uh, me being a Broncos fan, I'd be a Tom Brady hater, but I'm a big fan of the guy. Yeah. I respect him a lot. Mm. Yeah. Years ago, I would have never said, you know, Tom Brady's the GOAT just because out of spite, but you just got to accept it at this yeah. point. Oh, Cam, you can add uh, Cam Newton to that list I said earlier. He's pretty much done, too, yeah, which sucks. Tough. I hate that so much. See, I for me, it. I've already I've already had the saddest retirement I'll ever see, probably. It was Peyton, so hey, I'm, I'm prepared. Came out on a good note, though. Yes, he did. That's why I'm like, Tom might come back. I don't think he will, but he is the type of guy to do that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we got time for today. Thank you guys for joining us, and we will be back next week.